Brothers and sisters, good morning. I think uh, that in, in our day and age, uh, the people that we are, the world that we live in, we often forget. We often forget. We focus so much on what a thing is, that's to say how it works, what it can do potentially, we forget what the theologians and the philosophers would call our final cause or our telos. The French would call it our raison d'être. Inspirational speakers would call it our why. We might say that in focusing so much on what a thing can do, we forget that it has a purpose. There's a reason it exists, some destiny it's meant to fulfill, a nature that it has. So, for example, there's probably someone in the congregation who's crafty enough, imaginative enough, who could figure out how to change his oil with the turkey baster. But that doesn't mean you know the purpose of a turkey baster. There's probably someone who could figure out a way to use a, a power tool. You could use a drill, and you could probably figure out a way to weld a fork onto a bit. You could probably eat spaghetti with it if you wanted to. But just because you know how it works doesn't mean you understand its purpose. Similarly, say you have an antique piece of furniture, some beautiful chest or, or drawers, a wardrobe of some sort. You could use it as a garbage can, throw in all your old stuff. But then you'd be missing the purpose of that beautiful piece of wood. And you'd, in abusing it, end up ruining it. All of this to say, it doesn't suffice to just figure out what a thing can do, what opportunities or possibilities there are. You can't just break a thing open to figure out what makes it up, you'd ruin it. Instead, it's incumbent upon us to figure out what's its purpose, what's it actually for. And if we can figure that out, then we can actually understand what it is. So I ask today, what's the purpose of the ascension? Not just the mechanics of it, not just its composite. Why does it exist? What's its purpose? What's its reason? And to answer that question, we have to ask at least one more. What's the purpose of the incarnation? If we want to understand why Jesus rose in his earthly body to heaven, we got to understand why he has an earthly body at all. So why did Jesus take on a human body? Hey, y'all, I'm not up here asking arbitrary questions. What do you think? Think about that question. Why did Jesus take on a body? This isn't just Sunday school. This is important. You know it because I'm saying it. Why did Jesus take on a human body? Some theologians, some philosophers would say, well, because he was God. And if he wanted to suffer and die for our sins... He needed to take on some form in which he could suffer and die. Why did Jesus take on a human body? The philosophers would say because 
He needed that body to die in. And that's that. That's the purpose. It made me think, as I was thinking on that question, what popped into my mind was, I know it's early, uh, but I was thinking of the old, I think it was a praise and worship song, or maybe a, maybe a gather hymn song from back in like the mid-late 90s, somewhere around there, maybe early 2000s. Was crucified, laid behind a stone. You lived, you lived, you lived to die, rejected and alone like a rose. Remember that song? You remember it. Um, something about that song always bothered me. Even as I was growing up, something just seemed a little off. I thought, you lived to die? That seems anticlimactic. That seems like not a good purpose. And let me tell you something, as I was praying, researching, reading through my prep for this homily, I was right. Good job, kid Cody. There is something wrong about that song. Christ didn't take on a body just to die in it. Actually, Archbishop Fulton Sheen speaks about this exact same thing. He said, if he took on human flesh, if he got a body just so he could suffer in it, then why didn't he get rid of it after he was done suffering? Why not divest himself of his humanity? His garments had been soiled and stained. They had borne the heat and burden of the day. Why not throw them off? Think about that yourself. You, you're going to go out and you're going to do some yard work. You put on your, your Sunday best. No, you put on your work clothes, yeah? And you go out there and you're like digging in your garden or you're working on your car or you're, you know, doing a little landscaping, mowing the lawn. And you come in after that 85 degree Sunday in May. You're covered in sweat and soil. And do you sit down to dinner? No, you put on the work clothes so they can get all the work gunk on them. And then you take them off because you don't need them anymore. The work is done. But when Jesus kept his human body after the crucifixion, it went to show us that the work was not done. The purpose wasn't yet fulfilled. Jesus did suffer and die, but the first Christians said it this way, God became man so that man might become God. You hear that? Let me say it again. God became man so that man might become God. Jesus, in taking on human flesh, did suffer and die, but he kept that body. And in keeping it, rising from the dead, and then on this Feast of the Ascension, ascending into heaven, he took a little bit of humanity to heaven with God. And he did that so that, as the prayer we heard at our opening prayer says, where the head has gone before, the body must follow. Where the head has gone before, the body must follow. This is a language of theology. Christ is the head. And who is the body of Christ? 
Yeah, as another gather song. We are the body of Christ. We are, we are the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. And if the head has gone before, the body must follow. Do you see that the ascension doesn't only tell us the why behind Jesus. In pursuing the purpose of the ascension, you've also gotten the answer to the purpose of you. Your why, your raison d'etre, your end, your final cause, your telos, your purpose. You are to follow after the pattern of Christ. If he took humanity up to heaven, then the rest of humanity is meant to join him there. And you are that humanity. You were literally, literally made for heaven. You were made to get there. As C.S. Lewis said, a cleft has opened in the pitiless walls of the world, and our great captain has gone inside and now invites us to follow him. So, on this Feast of the Ascension, remember not just what a thing can do, not just what makes a thing up. Remember its purpose. Remember your purpose, because you might be able to change oil with the turkey baster, but that's not what it's for. There are a lot of things you can do. There are a lot of choices you can make. But unless you remember what you're for, we run the great risk of being ridiculous. So my friends, today remember your dignity. Remember the purpose behind this ascension so that where the head has gone, you may indeed follow. Amen.